and gentlemen. You're watching GeekCast. down that music there. You're watching Geekcaster. I'm Phil Geeks and today we have in the studio Hungry Hungry Hippo Davion. <laughs> Bussy. <laughs> the not weird one, Corey Davis. <laughs> How y'all doing? You're watching Geekcaster. Everything sci-fi fantasy. We're talking about geek content technology and all that. And we, we welcome you. So guys, uh, we said that we were going to talk about some movies, some holiday movies. Some say boom, some say yay, some make us laugh. But you guys can check out these movies on streaming services. So Corey, what's the list of movies we're going to be talking about? So we're going to be talking about Jingle Jangle. We're going to be talking about Krumpus. We're going to be talking about Bad Mom's Christmas and Last Christmas. Well, I think we should definitely start with Jingle Jangle because that, that that's the winner for me. Oh, one more movie. I, I apologize. Howard and Kumar's Christmas. Are we really going there? Yes, we are. Is that that's what's happening? Okay. Davion wants it. Davion gets it. Yeah. Hold He's on. Up. Hold on. Ah, uh, guys, I had to. I had to. Right, I had to be right back. Uh, uh. Okay. Jackie can take. I'll be right back. <laughs> well, we will. Thank you. Thank you, Your Majesty, for allowing us to continue with our live program, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. All right. So, we'll, we'll uh, yeah. So, Jingle Jangle. Uh, do we want to wait for him on that one? No. All right. Jingle Jangle. Uh, I like it. Overall, I think it's great. Um, I do have a little critique, but um, I find that Jingle Jangle is a great exploration of fantasy. You don't really see that many of diverse class of people of color in in such a well-produced, well-funded program. I think it's going to be a film that people will watch for years on to come. And I think that's what uh, Netflix really wanted to get out of this. What, what, what do you say about that? No, I definitely agree. I think this probably is the best Netflix original. Uh, it's definitely going to win a lot of awards. If you haven't watched it and you haven't discovered the magic, I think adults can enjoy the magic to a certain degree, but I think kids and teens will actually love this movie. Yeah, it it, it talks about this really cool inventor. And, well, actually, no, let, let's, let's take a step back. First of all, it starts out with the, the premise of like a storyteller. It kind of mm -hmm. gives you that whole... Mm -hmm. Princess Bride feeling yeah, in the beginning. Yeah, I was just say that. Yes, and then then it walks into this interesting flashback that I thought was really creative. It was a very interesting device where they tell you a story about an inventor and how someone stole his invention and how he became poor and lost everything in his life, including his family. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to break down too much because I want people yeah. to really enjoy this, but I did find it reminding me very much about like. It was like Princess Bride meets The Wiz meets Peter Pan. Don't forget Mary Poppins. I would also include Mary Poppins in that as well. Yeah. Oh, and the movie Nine. Nine, uh, yes. So if you can get past that, it took me a minute to get past that, but if you can get past that, this is almost a flawless film. 
I mean, yes. everybody has inspirations. I get it, but that that did bother me a little bit. Lack of, um, as far as the elements, we're like, okay, this movie, that movie, but what they put together, still, 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 as far as Phil Geeks is concerned, is a holiday masterpiece. I think it's also refreshing. You haven't had a completely original movie in a while where the storytelling, the cinematography, the score were all completely original. And definitely I can say when they, whenever you get a movie and say, oh, it's fun for the whole entire family, this movie really is a lot of fun for the entire family. The dance sequences, uh, it's like a musical, musical for kids. It definitely brings the Christmas magic with math. I'll just uh, throw that little hint out there as well. And also I would like to bring up, I'm back, um, that it brought in a lot of African elements into this film. Like you had the African dancing. And also I would like to say it brought in the historic fact about Africa and how we are great mathematicians. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the elements I did pick up on with this film. So it has a lot of history for for the um I mean African American history for the kids. So it does teach us somewhat well, of our history. So I'm would you really I I didn't really get history per se. Did did you? I mean, yeah. I know what he's talking about, and you actually have to watch the movie to get it. But not only African, there are a lot of um, lat. I want to say Hispanic heritage because uh, there were a lot of Hispanic uh, songs geared towards uh, a certain character. So there were a lot of. This film was full of diversity. There was yeah. a, a the diverse yeah. cast. Yeah, I, mean, I think I think of anything um, inspirational. I mean, anytime you see any kind of representation and seeing something different, I think it's good. I I, I don't think it brings any kind of historical thing. It's, it's some, some, like they have elements that they put in. Prove it. I will. Once you watch the movie again, how about that? <laughs> All right, we'll argue off off the air. So. What else we got um, in the arsenal? Uh, completely not for kids. We can go Bad Mom's Christmas. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I would totally agree there. That is not. That is not no. for kids. No, no. Bad Moms. But for anyone that has children, thinking about having children, or their children already moved out the house, I really feel that it's definitely an adult generational film where... It challenges you to not only laugh at these individuals, but really think about your concept of Christmas, family, communication. Hopefully it gets not only people to enjoy the movie, but hey, you know what? Maybe I should patch things up with my mom or my uncle or my dad or my neighbor or my babysitter or my ex with two left feet. The, the sad thing I will say is I don't think we'll get another movie like that um, because of how society is going. Uh, I think those type of movies will be missed, but there are a lot of messages through the raunchiness, through the crude humor. There were a lot of good points that the movie did make. It was hilarious. It was outrageous, uh, way over the top, but I think it was enjoyable. And the over-the-top part really just really pushes that this isn't an adult movie. This is not for kids. And 
yeah. Yeah. And right. another over-the-top film uh, we're going to talk about that relates to Christmas is Howard and Kumar go, uh, Christmas. I was about to say go to White Castle because that was the first movie. Oh, yeah. So this is the this is what you call, ladies and gentlemen, the money grab. This is where you have a successful film and you must put out as many crappy films to get off the success of the first one. Good. I remember watching it when it first came out. I remember nothing about it. It was okay. It's 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 always Harold and Kumar go to White Castle with a different title. Okay. Well, with this one, it's they they grown apart, and happens to be on Christmas. They come to get they meet up and they go through the adventures trying to look for a particular tree because a certain situation occurred and. Howard's household. So it's the adventures of looking for a Christmas tree. Besides White Castle. Didn't they grow apart in the one right before that? Yep. Yeah. And then they go apart in the one right before that. (laughs) (laughs) And then they find themselves coming back together. Did they smoke weed in this one? Yes. (laughs) Oh, so it it is the same plot. It's the same it's the same movie with a yeah. different title. Yeah. Money Grab. Yeah. All right. Money Grab. Now, let's talk about the one that you hate, Davion. Holidate. You you really... You, it really bothered you, that film. You really yeah, don't think they should have made it. Yeah. It felt like they were trying to copy my film. The movie I really amo- uh, admire. And that is uh, Best Friend, which is... Don't say it. Don't say it. Okay, say it. Go on. Say what? Come on. Best friend. Yep, go on. Best friend. Yeah, Best say what friend. You... Nope, nope. Say the name you want to say, because every episode he has to say this name. The actor in the film is Ryan Reynolds. Yep, that was it. <laughs> that was it. And I really think that Ryan Reynolds is a great actor when it comes to certain movies, especially when it's him being sarcastic. And he's a great actor when it comes to that. And that was the perfect plot of this movie. And it felt like the same exact thing. And it was trying too hard. Ladies and gentlemen, I really want to wonder. I really want to know. Are there any episodes where he doesn't say Ryan Reynolds? I don't care. It's Ryan Reynolds. So yeah, you, you had a really issue with this one. Um, was it the acting or just the story or just it's just unrealistic? Uh, it was, was it the funny that it, the story and the unrealistic aspect. Like, I hate you. I don't want to be around you. And then after a while, throughout the time, they slowly get intimate in there together. Yeah. That's not realistic. <laughs> It's never. It's not realistic in the real world. Well, that's interesting because I find it's a really good date movie. If you're on a date, this works. This works, especially if you're on a holiday. <laughs> I saw that works. coming a mile away. Yeah, you saw that, right? You saw the build up. I was like, all right, pitch it. Um, slow ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I recommend that out of all the ones so far, um, Holiday, if you're on a date, yeah, you should do it. The um, Just make sure you drink a lot of Red Bull or Monster if you're a guy. Yeah. Again, family one, Jingle Jangle, definitely. But let's say you're a different type of person. Let's say, Corey, that you're a, 
horror fan. What do you got for us in there? You got Krampus. Krampus is... Isn't it Krampus? People say Krampus, but the movies say Krampus. It's C-R-A-M-P-U-S. Krampus. Because Krampus sounds like like when you were just touching your shoulder right there. Like, oh, I I got this Krampus in my... Krampus. Really, it's Krampus. Because if you say Krampus, you're taking a U out and you're putting an A. Yeah. See my neck. There is a Look at the movie. It's C R A M P U S. So, Krampus. Gotcha. So, nice counter. So, do you have to understand the history? So, basically, uh, so we don't like all this backstory stuff, but Krampus, 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 he's, he's basically the opposite of Santa Claus. So Santa exactly. Claus is all good, and he's about life, and cookies, and gifts, and Krampus is more like, mm, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. just, it's, it's just like a lot of other pagan traditions, and don't quote me on this, but I believe it started in like Eastern European uh, folklore, where St. Nicholas had a shadow which was more demonic, and instead of praising kids... Krampus was there to punish kids. So uh, I don't know much about the lore, but from what I've heard, the movie did an accurate representation of Krampus and what he's actually meant for. Half demon, half goat, and he uh, punishes those kids who don't believe in the spirit of Christmas. You know, that's very interesting. I dated a girl that fits that same description. Was her name Krampus? No. (laughs) I don't want to say what it is on line because we're alive oh she looks like a goat no but she did have goatish ways but anyway was she bad for you she was bad. <laughs> bad yeah 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 that was good i like that i see, I see, what, you. I, I see what you did right there and i followed through so yeah so what is what is crumpus movie about because there's so many when i googled crumpus I saw two versions of it, but I think there are a lot more out there. So what do you, what do you got? What is Krampus about? Uh, Davion or me? You. I'm looking at you. So you find uh, this, it starts off very traditionally corny horror comedy where the family invited the family that they don't like over for Christmas. And they have to spend a few days together and then everything goes awry. Uh, You have the, I'm not sure where she was from or what language she was speaking during the movie, but she gave us the whole history of her childhood and how she survived a Krampus attack. And it just goes from there. So it's I think it was enjoyable. I think it's cool if you're a horror comedy fan. It's very dark. Um, It it was a good watch. I would say that's a good date movie. Again, a date that likes to go boo and hold on to you. Like, yay. Can I hold on to you? Yay. Yeah, I I, I thought it was good. I saw another Krampus one, but um, where Krampus was like bringing kids into a tree. Is weird. Yeah, I was trying to find it. I could not find out which one you were talking about. Yeah. But, uh, Davion, did you see Krampus? Yes. Um, very interesting, great horror film. You could basically use them in Halloween, and you could use them in Christmas. So it's like one of those films you could watch on either war. So. Right. And it sucks because 
the director, what was his name, Michael Daughtery, he doesn't really do horror. He, I mean, he also did X-Men Apocalypse, which isn't saying much. <laughs> but I think he did a very good job. It was very star-studded cast. Um, I was sad to see that one of the actresses who played the aunt, Conchata Farrell, actually passed away in October. Once you see her, you know who she is. She played on Two and a Half Men. Uh, she's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. But I think the the casting in this was perfect. It was phenomenal. Everyone meshed really well. It was it was a good, enjoyable movie for what it was. Everybody had that chemistry. I mean, I'm I'm a huge fan of Toni Collette, and whenever she does horror, it's just great. <laughs> All right. What else we got in that chamber of horrors? Well, I think it's the last film, which is called Last Christmas. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, and the very next day, you take it away. Hey, stop. I just got oh, it. That, nope. You know what's interesting? <laughs> I was in, um, I was geeking out in Ukraine, and uh, around Christmas time, and they played that damn song every five minutes. Oh my goodness. It's like that's the only holiday song, you know? Really? They played that more than Last Christmas. Like all you heard was Last Christmas. Is that many people hurting during Christmas? It's not even a happy yes. song. Like, it's not on? supposed to be a happy song. It's I... supposed to make you depressed. Well, it sure did a good job every freaking five minutes. I even heard the remix. I heard every version of that song. I'm surprised I didn't hear a Western song. Uh, I mean, oh, last Christmas. I gave, you, I my, gave you my heart. I gave you my lasso. Why? So I could hang myself with this freaking song. Anyway. <laughs> a kid show, Phil. <laughs> yeah. Kids, don't do as I do. Okay. Okay. So, what are we talking right. about there? What's the to speak about the movie? I think it was not only a cash grab. It has Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones, and it has Henry Golding from Crazy Rich Asians, and it just it kind of was like a Korean drama done in a film. And I don't want to ruin too much, but yes. The film is based off the song Last Christmas by Wham. Um, there's a huge twist that most people say they didn't see coming. Some people said it was predictable. I didn't see it coming personally. But I enjoyed it. I thought it was different kind of rom-com. Very unique and very, very K-drama-ish with a twist. Mm. If you don't watch K-dramas, you... you kind of don't know what I'm talking about, but they like to build up the romantic aspect and then throw in a big twist, whether it's heartfelt, whether it's sad, whether it's emotionally driven, there's always a twist to every K-drama, and this movie is no different. Well, let me ask you something, because you, you guys are actors. So, let me ask you a question over here, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, when it comes to these films, these holiday films, 
and they're always like, you know, they're doing a little like, I love you, or I like you, I'm breaking up with you, I want to be with you, and all that other stuff. And you kind of know pretty much where this is going to end up. If if they broke up at the end. If, you know what? You had your chance. I'm out of here. Would that be all right? Like, do you, do you see there's going to be a sea of films where they'll just kind of twist it and leave you like, wow. Or do you think, nope, they'll always end up how you expect it to end up. Because that's how you tell a story. Well, because America, I'm sorry, I'm going to say it, we like to do happy endings. While other countries, they like to be real. They like to keep you suspense. They like to keep you edgy, regardless I'm, of what I'm glad you said the thing about kids, because this is too easy. <laughs> Go ahead. Keep going. You know, so, will America ever break tradition? Uh, maybe, but I think it's too soon. It's too early for it to break tradition. I think it depends on the filmmaker because we've had movies like Seven Pounds where it's a very tragic twist, but with a happy ending. So not necessarily they're always going to either end up together or breaking up. There just has to be another element to that to separate it from like a mediocre, this is what we always do into like a great memorable film. I, I kind of think Last Christmas kind of fits into that category. Okay. But traditionally, but I'm going to say traditionally, America's not going to break tradition. I'm just going to let you know that. Do you think that's an American thing or just a world thing? Just as humans, we do. No, it's America. It's an it's really? America thing. Yeah, no, I, think, I honestly think that we're becoming more savvy to this is the build-up this is the antagonist this is how the plot is going along they're going to bring it back and i think with the storytelling and the writing it actually will transcend what we think is going to happen and give us a twist like oh i didn't see that coming and that's why a lot of k-drama is is dominating right now because of the the writing aspect you don't see it coming you don't see the the plot twist and i think more of that type of style writing is going to come into the american market yeah. Okay, I hope you don't approve for that. I mean, I don't really care. How about that? Wow, you wow. just need to <laughs> I just need what? Just, you just like enjoying the movies. I just want to. I just want a movie to make me say, "Hey, that was kind of cool." Wow, I want to see that again. Okay. Okay, that's a fair answer. Yeah, yeah. But who am I? The girls them sugar, and how can I make love to a shorty in a rush? Pass me the keys to the truck. You know what I'm saying? Who am them, I? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You see what I did there? You see I how did. I? Yeah. So yeah. holidays. I think we should cover some more stuff. But now let's go into a little tech moment. So, Davion, you were you were saying that on um, it's possible that that um, you're going to do a DJ show and um, is it, is, are we going to do that? Are we going to do a whole episode with you DJing? Uh, I got playlists, but I, I, I never <laughs> did turntables. <laughs> Alright, well, let, let's get that going. Let's get that going. And then and then um, I also wanted to talk a lot about like a food caster moment. That's right, we're going to we're going to, listen, we're geeks. But we're also geeks for wellness, so, all right? 
So uh, just a little Foodcaster moment. You can go to geekcaster.com, check out Foodcaster. But um, we wanted to let everybody know that it's really important they eat healthy. And today's, today's show is brought to you by... The avocado. Mm. Mm. The avocado. The avocado is really good. You know why? It's creamy. You can you can you can mash it up and get this whole kind of buttery feeling. You can put that on toast. Have avocado toast. It's really good for um, stress. It's good for pressure. Um, David, yes. I I uh, I heard that you just uh, got turned on from the uh, executive producer. Uh, he. Uh, put you onto avocado what is your relationship with the atacava oh also hey, just in case someone doesn't know when you talk about the um what's that thing with the chips the guacamole guess what guacamole yeah. is avocado Hello. yeah and it's so good it's and to be honest with you i never had avocado before i always look at it and be like what the heck is this but, but when the executive producer introduced it to me last year I fell in love with it. Yeah, yeah. It's good for you. It's really good for your health. Google it, okay? My job is not to know everything. Just Google it. Trust me. You'll, you'll love it. Um, Ooh, what can is I your throw relationship in... with um, avocado? My relationship? Yeah. I love avocado. Uh, trying to figure out which one's hard, which one's soft, which one's right is a, is a acquired skill that I'm tr- still trying to acquire. <laughs> You know what? It's kind of like dating. Choosing the right avocado. Wait, is that bad? Mm-hmm. Is that PC? Wait a minute. Did I just cancel our show? What's happening? <laughs> no, I think it's fine. Yeah. All right. That PC police. Uh, can't say anything these days. Anyway. No, but this is oh. great. So, yeah. Well, we're going to... The show's going to end. Um, so, uh, please, please continue to support us. Check us out on cable. We're in Cable in Long Island, New York, and Suffolk County, all of Nassau County. And oh, um, we're also in the five boroughs in um, the city, in uh, New York City. And, um, yeah, it's great. What, what, what do you got before we get out of here? Yeah, since we're geeks, uh, how can we not talk about the new food trend? It's Seamoss uh, for oh, food really? Yeah, so if you've never heard of Seamoss, Seamoss is basically, it comes from St. Lucia, where they take it from the ocean it's kind of like seaweed in a way Mm -hmm. but they process it to keep most of the nutrients in and it's sea moss gel and you can use it for uh pre post workouts uh it helps with inflammation helps lower heart disease help with brain activity it's uh it's the new superfood trend so if you like avocados you'll probably love sea moss and if you definitely like seaweed check out sea moss yeah that's good and so what's your social media guys Davion Bussy at Davion Bussy on Instagram and the Shamal Williams Show on Instagram. I am Corey Davis. You can find me at I am GT3. That is I A M G T3. All right. And um, I'm Phil Geeks. And you can check everything on me on geekcaster.com. And you can also go to Geekcaster on Instagram. Thank you so much for joining us. We are Geekcaster. We're going to continue giving you that that geeky stuff. Now, I know you're missing out on all the conventions. They'll come back, and we'll be there. So I want to thank everyone supporting, and uh, keep it classy. How's that? I don't, I, I don't have an ending phrase. I need an ending phrase. Keep it nifty. Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa.
Alright, do it again. The music's up. Do it again. I'll win that off. <laughs>